oh gosh, in Harvard. This is a big deal for me. And well, how do I, my talk is talk is, the name of it is what love has to do with it. How do we overcome the lessons of life so we can become actually the loving persons and transform our lives? I believe all the sickness are psychosomatic. And let me explain you how and why I got to this conclusion. And also, how do I transform my life and heal my life at the same time and become guide of myself and others? Life teach me in three lessons, in a way. Well, have you ever felt you don't belong or fit in in the family you were born in? Or have you ever felt you don't have any value for the people that they were supposed to love you and protect you? My first lesson was that being born in a narcissist family and learning to love, my, and love myself. I know the name narcissist is being thrown around so much that it has lost the meaning for many. But for the ones that we were born in there, it is actually hell. In my family, no one was important except my mother. My father will oversee all the, the, the lies and the things that my mother did to all of us. It was very hard to overcome the manipulation and the controlling that she had and the abuse that she had for all of us. I was told by my siblings since I was born that I should not be here, that I was a mistake. When the doctors told my mother that she could not have any more kids and that she only had a tumor that she was needing to get surgery, well, uh, they did an X-ray and that's where they took my first photo. My father was a workaholic and alcoholic, and my mother was a very neglectful woman. I was raised by caregivers. She wanted to abort me, but uh, my dad promised her he was gonna stop drinking. So my mother saw that as opportunity to manipulation, and, but my father never did. So I grew up thinking that I was a big mistake, like everybody told me since I was born. My first nickname was two more compatas, two more with legs. And of course, I was needing a purpose to be alive, to be born. So they all decided that my only purpose was to take care of my parents so the day they died. Have you ever felt you don't have any, and you only have one mission? And what happened when that finished? As a younger, I was the youngest uh, sibling from four, uh, from, from four siblings. I was born after 11 years apart. Part of growing up with a fam uh, narcissist family is that you second guess every single step that you do. That you believing in yourself is almost impossible growing in there. On the outside, you saw a perfect facade, the perfect Catholic, hardworking business family. I was forced to study with nuns, so my education, my beliefs, my fears, they were based on that education. The more that I suffer in life when you went to go to church is the only way you can go to heaven. That the only person that can talk to God it was the priest. Because if I tried to talk to God, then I was just selfish. It was just seeing bad. And believing in myself, that was impossible. And besides, I was the youngest daughter. My mother always compares us with everybody. Everybody were more prettier, taller, smarter, richer, name it. So 
it was also in my family, if you don't have money, you were nobody. And you did not have a voice if you did not have money. The only way to get married well is you marry with someone with money. But I never did. So I was, my beliefs or my, my voice was silent all the time. A woman also, if she don't have a man next to her that walk in front of her actually, she was nobody at the same time. So I chose men that were following the same program. And because I did not thought too much about myself, well, I married four times. And I did not thought too much about myself, so I, that's why I attract. In my family, you never talk about your emotions because the emotions do not create money. I was not smart enough for my family, so I should not go to college. That's why Harvard is a big thing for me. Because what I wanted to study, it was not gonna create money. It was not gonna, it was just waste of time. So, besides, I was born to take care of my parents. I tried to escape many times, and every time I came back, it was basically uh, feeling more guilty and feeling more ashamed for even trying so. I was born to take care of my parents. No one, and I did not have any value for my family, only the value that they gave it to me. But that's when I learned one of my first lessons now that no one should give you your value, and more when they don't even know who they are. It was very hard and painful, understanding that the people that were supposed to love me or protect me, they were not there for me. But at the same time, they were the best teachers I got for learning to know who I am and love myself. <sighs> How do I learn this? I learned this observing exactly the dots, because the dots of our life is the ones that are gonna guide us to become the persons we are now. When we're in the middle of the storm, we can't see why we're here. We ask that question all the time, why we're here. But if we stay calm, we can start seeing that we're being guided all the time. Then life took me to my second lesson. Why? Because my second lesson was learning that love is the, is the biggest power that a human being has. Have you ever thought that you become the only pillar for your children because you don't have no one else? When my dad got sick and his death was imminent, and I was divorced already with three kids, of course I was scared. So I did what my dad wanted. I married the first man available. And I have been an artist for 43 years. I exhibit all around the world. But the only thing, I learned my passion early in life, that art gave me the, the expression to actually, to express my own emotions and to heal at the same time myself and others to every single art piece that I did. When my dad passed, I was an owner of an art gallery that I opened my own and financed with my, my, with my dad but I was already married. And he started asking for my business. And I was so afraid. For the first time, I was so afraid to fight for myself because I was not used to, to violence. And in that marriage, I was being physical abuse, mental, uh, spiritual, and psychological abuse. 
I have always presented with myself with everybody as a strong woman. But how was gonna tell everybody that I was being abused? I shut up again because I was afraid. When he broke my wrist, so I did not paint anymore, according to him, then everybody asked me what happened. And I only can lie and say that I fall down because I was feeling ashamed and embarrassed that I had put myself in that situation. As time passed, I got pregnant on my daughter, and he became more aggressive than my two older uh, sons, and I was weak. I could not defend them. So I sent them to my mother's house. And during that pregnancy, I was very, very depressed. And the only thing that actually made me get up from bed is telling to my daughter every time in my womb, you're gonna be stronger than me, you're gonna be smarter than me, because I did not want to see make the same choices that I did, because I was weak, I was a coward. Have you heard that we manifest our sickness through our own emotions? Well, when she was born, I could not get up from bed. I was in pain, I was swollen, I did not have energy, and I went to see doctors. And all the, well, that's when the agnos take me with lupus, RA, and fibromyalgia. And they told me, you're gonna need to take medicines the rest of your life to the best they can control it. But that sickness is gonna kill you at the end. That's when I choose not to give up. That's when I start fighting for my life. And that's when I find the strength. It was the love I had for my kids. And I asked for the divorce. Of course, I was very scared. From a young age, I began suppressing that depression because I did not want to look weak against anyone. But it was, of course, it was bullying inside of me. But even in the darkest moments, there's always that light that is guiding us. I saw in my daughters and my sons that they were, of course, needing me. And I could not abandon the ship then, or now. I took the risk and I divorced him. I confronted all my fears, but I was still sick and in pain. However, I had the urge to heal, uh, to heal myself. So that's when I find love. It was my biggest strength that I had in that moment. Even though I did not felt it for myself, I felt it for my kids. So in those five years that I was in that abuse, abusive marriage, that I was being a bad woman, I was, got through that point because I was so afraid to defend myself. But I could not do that anymore. I could not wait for someone to come and rescue me. Life is not like a children's story. I did not understand that I could defend, that's when I understood that I could defend myself, that I was strong enough, that the only person who can learn how to, if I wanted to ask someone to come and res uh, to rescue me or respect me, it was me first. So, have you observed in the history that the heroes, they go, and they go to battle? Of course they go with fears, but they still go to battle. I understood that all my mistakes that I have done, it was with information I had in that moment. That they were just lessons to make me the woman that I am now. I knew I was going to trust more myself, not only myself, the same universe if I wanted to heal me.
And that's when life gave me the third lesson, the biggest lesson. It was through my own sickness, how I was gonna heal myself. The feeling of being a victim, it brought me the same sickness that I was carrying, and I was in pain. For example, lupus is explained in simple terms as a disease of the autoimmune system, that what it do, it protect itself, but in doing so, it actually harm our own body, including the main organs. But in a way, to protecting me, I was destroying myself by me. Because of that illness and the teachings of my mothers, I learned the art of manipulation. So I learned to manipulate people because I just wanted to be loved and I just wanted to be protected. But that was keeping me sick. I overcome that. I was needing to let go, feeling sorry for myself and stop looking for love outside myself. I was needing to stop taking, I stopped taking the medications because actually they were making me worse. I started listening to my body. I started changing my diet. I started meditating three times a day as whatever I was needing to do. And I start, for the first time, believing in myself and self-caring. I realized that I was needing to forgive myself and others at the same time, because everyone acted with the same information they had in that moment. No one, and I understood at the same time, that no one can give you something that they don't have for themselves. So that gave me compassion for everybody, including myself. Allowing to love me will be able to heal. Beside what I thought it was love, I was completely wrong. I wasn't needing to understand what it was real love. The ego do not like changes, so it will do everything that it has in the power to stop you. And that's a part of us. I have to let go the shame and the blame because they were limiting beliefs that they were hooking me to my past. Human relates everything in the present moment to our past. If we wanted to create a new story, we were needing to create a new idea of what we really want. And I was needing to talk about all my shameful moments because they were waiting me over and they were getting me stuck. I learned to move with my fears and I started using them as a propellant to grow. Because this time, I know how strong I am and I know my value. And I will not be affected anymore by the judgments of others because I know it's just projections of them. But if I judge, then I have material to work with myself and my own triggers. I learn also how important it is sometimes to go back to the beginnings. And that doesn't mean that we're actually moving for, uh, and rewind. We're just moving forward because now that we are observing the, what is, uh, the points that we lost in the, in the moment that we were needing to heal. And it was important not to compare myself with anyone because I am a unique being. I invested and took many classes to heal myself and understanding what happened to me. At the same time, now I have five years without no lupus. 
in reality, no aches and pains, just the normals with age that comes. I no longer take any medications. I learn to become the observer of my own thoughts and my own emotions. My depression is in control. Of course, I have sad days, I'm still human. But this time, I can shift my emotions and my emotional states because I can create my own happiness. My motto every morning is to ask how good the things are gonna get, what dreams, what new adventures are gonna come, what inspirations I can grasp from the same eater so I can change and be a better service to all. Because together we are creating this world that we all wanna live in. My name is Monica Ramirez, warrior of love. I am a transformational belief coach, and you can find me in monicaramirezwarrioroflove.com. Thank you very much. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.